Hello everyone. You are listening to the Creative Biolabs podcast, we provide reliable exosome-related services and products to clients around the world. Our services cover all aspects of exosome isolation and purification, identification, antibody and engineering. Today is another wonderful Saturday. You are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. First, a recap of our last program. We learned some biological functions of exosomal shuttle RNA. We talked about that there are countless links between secreted microRNA and tumor cell biogenesis, induction, and maintenance of tumor cell invasiveness. Even, the exosomal communication pathway between tumor cells may become a new target for tumor therapy. I believe Dr. Hofstadter will bring a lot of interesting and useful scientific knowledge to our program. Let's welcome Dr. Hofstadter with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Hofstadter? Good evening everyone, good evening Connie. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. Now that we all know the biological function of exosomal shuttle RNA. Let's explore its important role in disease diagnosis and treatment. Where do we start, Dr. Hofstadter? Let me start with a simple term. Biomarkers are biochemical indicators that can mark the changes or possible changes in the structure or function of systems, organs, tissues, cells, and subcellular. They have a very wide range of uses, let's say. Biomarkers can be used for disease diagnosis judging disease stage, or evaluating the safety and effectiveness of new drugs or new therapies in the target population. Exosomes have shown many characteristics, making them excellent candidates for biomarkers. Exosomes can be extracted from several different body fluids, such as plasma, urine, breast milk, saliva, etc. Moreover, it is easy to sample patients by relatively non-invasive methods. Another feature that makes exosomes a major candidate biomarker, as far as I know, is that they have been shown to be elevated in the serum of patients with ovarian and lung cancer. What is the difference in the RNA content of these tumor exosomes? These early tumor exosomes were found to contain microRNA. Moreover, they are related to ovarian tumors and lung tumors. So, microRNAs isolated from tumor exosomes can reflect the microRNA spectrum in tumor tissues. In addition, tumor-related microRNA levels were higher in patients with malignant ovarian cancer than in patients with benign ovarian tumors and healthy subjects. It seems that exosomes can also be used as biomarkers of glioblastoma. What exactly? You made the point. Plasma exosomes from patients with glioblastoma have been confirmed to contain the messenger RNA of mutant protein EGFR. I mean, data show that mutant messenger RNA is found in plasma exosomes of about 50% of tumors and about 25% of glioblastoma patients. No mutated messenger RNA was found in healthy controls. In addition, mRNA could not be detected in plasma exosomes two weeks after tumor removal. This suggests that the source of exosomes is tumor cells, again suggesting that RNA content may be used as a biomarker. 
exosomes isolated from body fluids can be used as biomarkers of which diseases? Well, to name a few, microRNAs in exosomes isolated from urine and saliva have also been studied as biomarkers of Sjogren's syndrome and prostate cancer, respectively. RNA in exosomes isolated from amniotic fluid can be used for fetal sex determination. I see. Exosomes that can be used as biomarkers can be used for the analysis of many different diseases, such as cancer. They can even be used to determine the sex of infants. So, what is the potential of exosomes in the treatment of diseases? We all know that exosomes are natural carriers for the transfer of genetic material between cells. So, I would say exosomes are one of the candidate members of gene therapy carriers. What are the advantages of exosomes as gene therapy carriers? I think the biggest advantage of exosomes is their endogenous advantage. I mean, this is critical to its successful escape from the immune system. In contrast, some viruses, nanoparticles and liposomes have certain carrier effects. But sooner or later they will be found by the immune system and trigger an immune response, resulting in rejection or inflammation of recipient cells. In addition to avoiding unnecessary immune responses, targeting is also essential for gene therapy. Do exosomes have any potential in this regard? Of course. Studies have proved that exosomes have shown obvious effects in gene therapy. As you probably know, another challenge of gene therapy is delivery. In order to produce the maximum effect and the minimum side effects, the carrier must have a very strong targeting function. A team from Oxford University has shown for the first time that RNA-loaded exosomes have therapeutic potential by reducing the level of base 1 in the brain. Base 1 is a gene associated with Alzheimer's disease. By collecting mouse bone marrow and culturing immature dendritic cells, they transfected these cells with a targeted peptide neuron cell called RVG. The transfected cells fuse into a membrane protein lamp 2B, which is rich in the exosomal membrane. These transfected cells produced exosomes with RVG peptides on the surface. Then, the modified exosomes were loaded with therapeutic small interfering RNA to knock out base 1 gene and inject it back into mice. Base 1 levels decreased in the brains of mice receiving exosomes. Therefore, exosomes can be modified to be derived into specific cells or organs, and they can carry goods that can be successfully transported to the target. Am I right? I mean, you're not wrong, but I think further studies are needed to prove whether there are similar functions in humans. This will certainly cause some methodological and security concerns, and require extensive preliminary research. In addition, CD34 plus cells were found to release exosomes, containing angiogenesis promoting microRNAs. Because CD34 plus exosomes induce angiogenesis of endothelial cells in vitro and vascular growth in mice. Have researchers determined that microRNA transfer has this effect? I don't think so. It can only be said that. This natural therapeutic potential of using CD34 plus exosomes to induce angiogenesis can improve the outcome and recovery of ischemic injury and further enhance the potential application of exosomes in treatment.
You made good sense. Let's make a summary. Exosomes have been proved to be an important way of intercellular communication. It fundamentally affects the biological function of receptor cells by transmitting functional RNA species. In a healthy environment, exosomal shuttle RNA may have a wide range of regulatory functions in the human body. However, it may also be used as a biomarker of many diseases and may explain the progress of serious diseases such as cancer. Finally, since exosomes are natural vectors that deliver RNA to cells, they may help deliver therapeutic RNA interference, such as small interfering RNA or microRNAs, in many diseases. Yeah, and the field of understanding the function and possibility of exosomal shuttle RNA has just begun its journey. I think it goes toward this idea that researchers in many fields of biology and medicine will occupy a place in the coming years. This is a new and rapidly expanding research field. It makes the communication between cells more and more complex and has great potential in diagnostic and therapeutic applications. Let's end on this note. And thanks to Dr. Hofstadter for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. Next Saturday, we will follow Dr. Hofstadter to learn more about exosomes and their RNA. See you next time. Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.